you know, it's it's kind of like that thing with Locke where, like, you know, they time flashed when uh, he was going down the well to the orchid, uh, by the orchid, and, uh, and you know, the part of the, when they time flashed, you know, the earth had, was, you know, had, was sort of in between them, so the rope got stuck in between. So I right. figured something like that would happen with Juliet, you know, if she flashed, and you know they built they eventually built a swan over that, so they you know that 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 shaft isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she would sort of be dead unless they have her just like appear somewhere else on the island. Uh, so you know that that would be weird, but um, but yeah, I think I think yeah, we definitely be considering the possible. You know, I was thinking Dan would be alive, so you know I'm an optimist when it comes to right. characters I like and and them being. <laughs> Look, seeming dead. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the fact that she's she's on the new show, uh, and and it's all it's um it's also like, you know, maybe I feel like the fact that Juliet's character uh, is so great because of Elizabeth Mitchell that like somehow Juliet will live on on this new show, and I can go watch her on this new show. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I can. I, it's like. The fact that the actress is going to do something else kind of helps, I think. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. It seems like somehow she's living on some some reincarnated version of her. Right. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think you know, much like we were saying about Frank. I mean, I think Juliet is one of those characters that uh, is good, um, largely because of the uh, the way the actor's playing them. Uh, as opposed to anything in terms of dialogue or things she's given to do specifically. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I think, I think she's the way she plays the thing is sort of what really sells it. Um, so, you know, that makes it, you know, more, that makes me more want to like follow her on another show mm-hmm. where totally. some, some actors, I think, you know, yeah. Cause you know, it's the actor, right. Yeah, where some actors are good if they have good material, you yeah. know, and can be perfectly bland otherwise. I think in her case, she made sometimes bland material better. Oh, um, totally. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know if I'll watch the new series, if it even gets picked up, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm at least vaguely interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, for that reason. But yeah, I think uh uh you know, she she was a weird character. I, I'm surprised she made it this far. Yeah, I I think yeah, you never know where they were going with her character. Um you know, the whole thing with her and Ben and then, you know, she has the whole thing with Jack when they capture him and mm-hmm. then she ends up going going with the Losties and you're like, What's her big deal? You know, what's her, what's her, you know, it it was kind of about her wanting to get off the island, but, you know, uh, like everybody else. Um, yeah. But uh, it was, and it was, you know, it was, it was weird. It was cool because she was an other, she was a former other. So she, she had skills and she kind of knew things and, uh, you know, um, yeah, she really brought a lot to it, but it was kind of like what's going on, and then you know, then she get you know, 
Then she kisses Jack at the Tempest, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, oh, they're going to start their romance, but no, that's not going to happen. Uh, so they kind of were just bouncing her around, but she was just always good. She was, you know, if she was around, you know, it was, it was good times. Mm-hmm. You know, she always, you know, had a quip or, uh, or something, something witty to say. It's yeah. the runway for the aliens, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was good with the looks as well. Yeah, she had great looks, and uh, I mean, yeah, even in this this finale, I mean, it, it, this season really, I mean, there's a lot of times when they cut to her for a look, and that's it. Yeah, you know, and and that's all you need. Like the scene with uh, when they're when they're in the Dharma house trying to decide what to do, mm-hmm. and and uh, um, you know, right before she tells Kate the code and everything, you know, she they cut to her, and you see that look. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I I kind of get the sense that they were I, I don't I I don't know if they I don't know if they ever figured out exactly what to do with her. Um uh it kind of seemed like she was just floating around like in the early days she was totally plugged into the plot. Um yeah. And, like, brought on for a very specific reason, you know, and she definitely played a big role in this. And I definitely think her character was probably one of the best things to come out of that early, you know, first six of season three arc. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Without without her, that would have been unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, she makes that, that stuff bearable. Um, and, you know, we we already mentioned the, uh, the great scene where she uh, – where she comes in and plays the videotape with the message mm-hmm. on it. That's the thing. It's sort of, it's it's sort of strange because she. It's kind of like Ben's banishment. Like she, she sort of gets banished from the others, but like, not quite officially. Mm-hmm. You know, like just sort of everybody. Everybody knows that it's the case, but uh, it it never it never happens explicitly. No one ever says it on screen. You know. Um, like, like she, you know, she, she gets left behind. That was the big thing initially. Like, mm-hmm. like when, cause she's with the others up in the lap point and then, and then they go off, they leave the barracks and, and leave her behind. And, you know, that's Jack's argument for why they should trust her, mm-hmm. um, in the episode left behind. And, yeah. And then. And then she goes back with them to the camp, and then there's that whole drama where Claire gets sick, and you find out that they put an implant, and and Juliet had to fix her <laughs> to get their trust. Oh man! Oh man! Forgot about all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she had to go get her kid or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like, and yeah, and Juliet was supposed to like report on that, basically find all the pregnant women and mark their mm-hmm. tents, and like, so like up until even when they leave her behind, like she's still actually with the others at that point, you know, yeah, on, on official business. But at a certain point, she decides not to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and like tells them about it and helps them out with the ambush and all that, you know. Yeah. At a certain point, she changes her mind and like. The others realize that she did that, but I don't know. They never, they never really played that up. Like it just, it was just sort of, it just sort of happened. Yeah. Um. Uh. 
but it was sort of after that where she just became a part of the group that that I thought I thought she kind of lost her way and and was just bumping around um, aimlessly and and they sort of brought back some of her backstory with that other woman plot which I kept expecting to come into play and and apparently never will which is uh, which is strange I don't I don't know what they were doing with that uh, if their plans changed or I I really don't know why uh, they included that. Um, uh, even at the time, it felt like something that belonged in season three, when the Ben Juliet mm-hmm. drama was sort of more was actually you know that the characters even had the opportunity to interact, and they haven't even been in the same place for a long time. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know, like I said, like apparently, you know, that's completely irrelevant at this point. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I I never felt like her storylines really came together after season three. Um, I still liked her as a character, and I was glad she was around. Um, yeah, but it was it was a, you know it changed though. I mean, you know, season four was you know about getting off the island, all that. And yeah, she she yeah she just wasn't plugged into that stuff. Uh, it was about it was about all that other crap. And they, yeah, and they never, I mean, yeah, they gave her that episode, the other woman to, you know, but it wasn't, uh, it did seem a little disparate, because uh, it wasn't what everything else was, you know, about. Right, right. Yeah, it really, I, I, my, my working impression is that that was a bit of story they didn't get to in season three. Yeah. And that they, they put it in there, um, but, you know. They, the the way they put it in there made it seem like it was gonna matter, and but whereas if they put it in season three, maybe we could have felt like what they had in that season was sort of the outcome of that, you know, not inviting him to the book club and and all the discussions they have on the Hydra and you know basically and her leaving eventually like like that's the outcome of that and that's it. You know, the end. It was weird. Is I think what made it especially weird was the whole thing with Jack. You know, of Juliet saying, you know, Ben Ben wants me or whatever, and 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 you know, if he knows what about us, he'll come after you. That mm-hmm. whole thing. That's what made it seem like they were going to get at something. Yeah. You know, because uh, they were showing Ben having a history of that, and then showing Juliet fearing about thinking about it, and right. Uh, and then, and then Jack's like, he know Ben knows where he find he can find me, and you think, oh, okay, that's going to be an issue, and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ben was just Ben was with Locke. Ben had nothing to do with Jack in the fourth season. Yeah. Um. Once they got off the island, and Ben got off the island, um, you know, they they never discussed Juliet at all, at least not on screen. Um, you know, Ben certainly didn't seem to care or even necessarily know uh, uh, whatever their relationship was. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, of course, once they got on the plane, they were separated again. So there was never really much of a chance for it to become an issue. Yeah. Um, But you're right. It seemed like they were going somewhere with that for that that reason. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. I just – I wonder what they were thinking. Um. It, I, I kind of, you know, I want to put that with some of the other sort of dead ends they've gone down, you know, mm-hmm. over over time. But the thing is, at that point, they did know, you know, they 
they did know they had the end date, and they should have had sort of a better sense of where the show was going. There should have been less dead ends by that point. So that's why I expect more, I guess. Yeah. You know, I I just, uh, you know, I I don't want to put it with training the army and then, like, when Echo dies and he says, you're next and, you know, all that stuff. Oh, Echo. Yeah. Chicken next? Yeah. Um, uh, reference. Yeah, I, I, Echo's death was really good, but, it, you know, I mean, Echo was, in the grand scheme of things, a very minor character. And Yeah, Echo was never one of my favorite characters. Um, he was he was good, but he was never one of my, like, favorites. He, he, was, he was one of my favorites at the time, but I think, you know... I think he could have he could have been good if if he had stayed on the show. Well, they just should have let him finish that church. Yeah, you know that was such a waste of time. What's he building? I don't know. What's he building? <laughs> yeah, that that was the point where where they lost it with him. I, yeah, I, and th- and then they were gonna have him push the button. That never went anywhere. Oh, uh, that was horrible when Locke finally decides not to, and he's like, "Oh, I will do it." Mm-hmm. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah, they I, I don't think once he started building the church, I, I don't think he ever recovered from that. No. Uh, I liked his death episode, but like yeah, I, I mean it was just about time. Like they just needed to get rid of him cuz he just wasn't you know, they, they they weren't doing anything good with him anymore. Yeah. You know. But in the early days I thought he was good, but um but you just can't get into it like you can with Juliet cuz she's been around much longer than Echo was. Yeah. Three seasons. Uh, yeah, she's been she's been around for a lot of stuff. Um you know, and she never really she never figured out the fertility thing. She never figured it out. No. <laughs> no, she didn't. And we still haven't. Yeah, like she never like it, that's so crazy. All this all this time on the island and just never got it. She couldn't do it. Never knew what caused it. Never knew why she couldn't do it. Yeah, that was the yeah. end. But, yeah, uh, since we're sort of talking about Juliet, I, I guess I should bring up a couple things. Uh, uh, you know, one of my favorite moments, a small thing, but th- when when she spills the muffins and looks mm-hmm. up at the door, love that, still love that shot, still think that's great. Uh and the way she does it is the thing that makes it good to me. So, yeah, you know, and that was like the first scene, you know, that was her introduction as a character. Yeah. Um, and I think it really, uh, you know, uh, it was, a, it was a good intro, you know, really got a lot about her across. Um, yeah, totally. you know, very simply. Um, so, so yeah, I love that bit. Um, we talked about the the messages. Of course, her her first flashback, uh, not in Portland, where we first met Richard Alpert, uh, was great. Yeah, um, that was a great episode. Uh, you know that uh, that was that was great for many reasons. Uh, you know, it was an interesting plot. That the Alpert character was great in that episode, uh, and her character was great in that episode. You know, she was totally different. She was just you know. Yeah, very yeah. introverted, uh, uh, mousy uh, scientist. Uh, 
Yeah, she hides around. She tries to hide when uh, her ex-husband comes in, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it was so awful. It was great. And then her cell phone goes off. Yeah. And she tries to pretend like she was there, like, looking for something. And yeah, it was crazy. She does a horrible job playing it off. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, and then her husband's killed by the bus, and and then she finds out, you know, that it's not in Portland, and then they continue that story where, she, you know, in a later episode where she, you know, actually goes to the island, and they, you know, they give her the, the the orange juice or whatever, yeah. and she comes on the sub, and and then she has to, you know, work on his problem, and Ben tells her that stuff, and he has Jacob fix her sister's problem, you know, all that stuff was great. I, I yeah. Just, yeah. I enjoyed her saga. Yeah, she had a lot of good stuff. Um, she had a lot of good stuff in the early days, and um, and I think that's what that's what makes the fact that she wasn't really, you know, the plot wasn't centered on her later fine because you know we had all this stuff of, you know, we got to know who she was, you know, and I I think to a certain degree. Once they get the big ideas of the characters out there, you know, they can they can move on, you know, and, and deal with something else and then, you know, when we see her in a situation we know you know, we, we know who she is and, and so when she re- responds it you know, it works. Yeah. Because um, they already you know, they already had a character up and running, you know, because she had all that good stuff in the beginning. Right. You know, and then they and then they gave us, you know, then the other woman with all the all the, the new stuff and her and Goodwin of all people. Mm-hmm. You know, that was crazy and um you know, that's the one where she has a big fight with Charlotte, right? Yeah. At yeah. The I mean that was that's one of the best scenes, man. She comes busting through there and it's just like, you know and it's such a it's such a this like brutal fight. Yeah. And they're just like going at it. They're just and knocking you, shit yeah. around. And you don't, you know, you don't know what Charlotte's capable of. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, she's on this team or whatever. But um, you know, from the freighter. But uh, but yeah, but Juliet just like she just doesn't stop. She just uh, yeah, it's a like battle royale. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, like that that wouldn't have you know. She was she was instrumental in that whole thing, so oh, that whole sequence of events. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and you know we did get something out of that. I mean, and, you know, I I think we found out that that's how the purge happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, she. I mean, without her, they wouldn't have sort of known about that place. They wouldn't know what to do. I mean, they you know they put mm-hmm. her in there. Um, and you're right. I mean, that's. That's definitely the idea, you know. You establish who the character is, and then you put them in situations, and and you care about them because you because you know them at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. I, uh, that that is the idea. But still, somehow I felt that she, you know, she didn't really get much to do. You know, she was kind of just standing around during season four. Yeah. Um, well, because it was about everybody else. Yeah. You know, it was all the flash forward stuff and and about the main losties and yeah, and and, and they spent all that time with with that storyline and she just you know she's just not she's not part of that. I mean that's the thing. Some characters just aren't a part of things like Desmond. I mean, what he's a part of on this show is pretty small. You know, yeah, he gets he gets to pop his head into some things, but uh, but his sort of focus is pretty narrow. Um, 
you know, some some characters get more time than others, but it's uh, she definitely made the most of what she had, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, totally. And, and all the LaFleur stuff, the whole LaFleur yeah, stuff yeah, was yeah. great, you know. Um, she picked up this season, yeah. You know? Cause, 'Cause she was with the group that was time flashing and Yeah. And, you know, she she whenever we find out, she's the one that shot whoever that was on the boat. Oh you know. yeah. Oh, that was awesome. When they're trying to row, like, row faster She's like, Screw this, you need a rifle <laughs> And she just starts shooting and like yeah. she gets somebody and mm-hmm. uh, and it's like this is why you have Juliet. You know, because she will, she's able to pick up a rifle and and uh, and, and pick some people off, man. Yeah. You know, Kate yeah. couldn't have done that. Sorry, Kate, but Aww. you know, you can you can shoot a gun, but you know, I don't think Kate would have done as well. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she'd be as quick to do that. Yeah. Um, she would be on the row faster side, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. No, that was great, and I can't wait till we find out who she got. <laughs> I'm ready for that. I really thought we'd get that this season. Um, that's so strange that they left that. Right? Mm-hmm. This finale, specific, I mean, since we didn't get it up till now, it's like, okay, it's time. Let's find out who that was. But, yeah, I guess, I, guess, I guess it's like you said, when they come back to the beach, like that's when we'll get it next season. Yeah. It's weird, though. Yeah, there's going to be, like, the real lock in there and Juliet and Charlotte and, like, Dan, and they're just all dead. Yeah. (laughs) This is a boat full of dead people. It's a boat full of dead people. Yeah, they're so weird. They don't know that they're going to die yet. Wow. What if if they could tell them? Like, don't. Don't get, you know, watch out for chains, Juliet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They, yeah, they should. Seems like they should be able to. But, uh. Yeah, that's that's. Um, I, yeah. I, I, once it's all said and done, I want to see a chart. I want to see a timeline <laughs> of what happened during all the time flashes. Oh when, yeah, because you know, we're, we're starting to figure out when some of those flashes were that we didn't mm-hmm. know before. So I want I want to I want to get a sense of how they were popping around and when you know like where they went when they were flashing and stuff because yeah some of those things we know were like really far in the future you know further than 2004 mm-hmm. you know that thing must have been 2007 yeah you know so yeah exactly yeah it'd be nice to get dates uh uh like just to put together all you know when they saw the statue uh you know, when the well was there, when the well wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Rousseau's thing. Um, you know, I definitely want to clear up Rousseau versus the Purge and all that stuff. You know, that would help with that if we knew some of those dates. Um, yeah. And then, of course, yeah, the boat thing. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. I I wish there was some way they could have told us that. I guess part of it was, you know, discovering where they were. Mm-hmm. Um they wouldn't just like flash it on the screen but um yeah it would be helpful you know because i feel like they have some idea of when it is you know yeah um so but i don't know if we're ever going to find out i don't know you know how they're going to tell us that but we do know some and we know the 1954 thing yeah since they spelled it out 
And we know that thing's 2007, and of course the the 70. I guess the original trip was three years before that, so it was 74 that they flashed into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and yeah, she was good with that with that whole thing. Uh, you know, when when they came upon the others and they were about to kill Amy and, you know, Juliet came and that was the whole I got your back thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That was the beginning of all that, yeah. Um so yeah, uh that was uh that was good. Uh uh it was her idea to take Ben to the others. Yeah. She delivered Ethan. She did deliver Ethan, holy crap. So um so I can't say she didn't do anything this season. Uh, yeah, you know she, she had a lot to do this. You season. know, I, season four was her season to kind of sit out. You know, and part of the thing was at the time one of the big issues was who's the Oceanic Six. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who gets off? And they played her the initial part of her flashback like she might have been one of them. You know, at the mm-hmm. beginning. You know, this might be her talking to a counselor about being famous yeah. because of Oceanic Six. Like, they play it, you know, ambiguously like that. And then they say it's a flashback. And so then at that point, it's like, well, if they're not going to say she's a part of the Oceanic Six, then she's probably not because they're going to tell us who they are. Yeah. You know, they're not going to give us a flashback and then another one saying she's, you know. So at that point, you know, she's taken out of the story because they really don't tell us anything about what happens to the non-Oceanic Six. Yeah. So I think that's that's part of why she really got sidelined in season four except for that one episode um but uh but this season she was definitely back so mm-hmm. um so it's good they gave her stuff to do you know before they killed yeah. her instead of just killing her as an afterthought i mean they kind yeah, of did the same was... thing with charlie yeah it made him more relevant yeah they brought him into things they gave him actually something real to do because um, he was kind of sitting on the sidelines for a while mm-hmm. in season two um, like once once he got over his drug problem, like that, I feel like they just didn't know what to do with him anymore. Yeah, you know that was his big thing, and and now what? Now you die. Now he dies. That was it. That was their answer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in general, that's sort of the story. You know, whatever their issue is, when they get over it, they die. Yeah, Juliet's issue was uh, was love or something. Yeah, I guess was, so. Uh, some sort of commitment thing yeah um and she got over that and died and accepting that some people are not supposed to be together yeah uh even if they love each other um so uh you know oh she does the surgery on jack oh that's right that whole thing the uh yeah, the appendix something nice, thing. Something nice back home. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was great. I, I yeah. okay. That was yeah. awesome. Hello and Jack's like, You just hold the mirror up, I wanna watch and <laughs> direct you and like two seconds in she's like, knock him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was ridiculous. All right, Jack, settle down. Yeah. You can't handle this. Um, yeah, no, that was I forgot about that completely. I don't know what they were doing with that. That was a weird plot, but that her, was weird. That was one of those like season one plots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's injured. Let's let's fix him. 
And they had Rose sort of suggest that the island was doing it because, like, yeah. I think that's supposed to be the idea. Like, he got appendicitis because the island didn't want him to leave. <laughs> yeah, because he was supposed to. Which is somewhat laughable, but I do think that was the idea. Um, but the island also let him, you know, get surgery for it and recover. Yeah. So the island isn't that, you know, didn't insist that much. But yeah, that was uh, <laughs> what a plot. Even in the finale, like he's still dealing with the fact that he just had the surgery. Yeah. Like, they have his scar and it's bleeding, and part of the drama is that he shouldn't be, you know, out doing stuff, and he's gonna mm-hmm. do it anyway. Ugh, man. Yeah, Jack was up to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He de- Jack definitely got less to do this season. He was. Uh, yeah. He was much more of a background character. Guess that means he's going to die next season. I guess so. <laughs> They're going to bring him back to do stuff next season. Because he's, he's already back trying to be the man in action. Yeah, that's finale. True. So, yeah, he'll continue that next season and he'll probably die. Mm-hmm. Spoiler they alert. brought him back at the end. I would say it really felt to me like Sawyer was the dominant character this season. Oh, Sawyer was definitely the dominant character, yeah. Um, he had, yeah, it was before time. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was Sawyer and Locke, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a little, see, it felt to me like just a little bit less focus on Locke than Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. You know, partially because Locke was Locke still... Locke was dead. Locke was dead for some of this. Exactly, yeah. And he was still a little bit mysterious, so they didn't really yeah. delve into him too much. Yeah. Um... You know, his on-island antics. Um, So, uh, yeah, it's strange. I didn't think we'd ever get a season that focused on Sawyer so much. Yeah. They really changed his character a lot. I mean, or I should say his character really evolved, you know. Yeah. uh, He was always good, but he, he, even when they would change him, like, they never, like, changed him for the worse, really. You know, usually it was usually it was still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And and then and then yeah, like the new Sawyer is cool because you know he's nice and dependable and like you know like mm-hmm. if there's a problem he'll get you out of it uh, instead of saying like screw you. Right. I'm reading a book. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Instead of having to negotiate with him or like put up with his bullshit yeah. for like you know, five minutes or something, mm-hmm. you know, banter with him or amuse him somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that was definitely... I mean, in the early days, like, they showed some of the, like, good side of Sawyer, but it was always, like, the bad Sawyer could come back at any time. Yeah. You know, and they and they had him come back several times. Um, yeah, they do. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it's, it definitely seems like uh, with with uh, with this season, he just... He really left the bad Sawyer behind uh, completely. Yeah, totally. And just became, like, the de facto leader of the group, you know, mm-hmm. um, in the 70s. And, and when the new people came, like, he was still a leader because the new people didn't know what was going on. Yeah, they had no idea. They didn't know who the president was. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's 
that's one of the big things I wouldn't have anticipated. Besides, of course, you know, time travel and working for Dharma and all that crazy stuff, and Locke being loophole and you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, focusing focusing on Sawyer and really bringing his character to another point at where he's still good. You know, um, sometimes characters change and they get crappy. Yeah. Um, but Sawyer Man... He still to, got to be... See, that was the thing. They made him good, but he was still kind of the con man. You know, he was still using his con man skills mm-hmm. to get by day to day. You know? Yeah. Um, because to be a good con man, you got to be smart. you got to be a quick thinker, you know? Right. Uh, and so he, he he has those qualities. So it, it, it's fun to watch him sort of get out of situations. And, you know, when, when Horace first finds him and he's like, you know, how'd you get here? And he, he takes a deep breath and he goes... Oh, you know, blah blah blah, and he just locks into this, you know, this story he's making up as he goes, and yeah. he, you know, he's just emoting like the drama and stress of it all, and it's just mm-hmm. like, man, you're just totally, you know, you're totally making that up. I love it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I must have got caught by the reef, and and blah blah blah, you know. Yeah, and that's a that's a tough. I mean, it, what he's making up there is a story that he's going to have to live with for the next three years. <laughs> yeah. And. uh you know, he doesn't say know that at the time, but still, it's it's tricky to just on the spot come up with an explanation that's going to hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, no, that that was a good uh, that was a good scene. Um, so speaking of yeah, speaking of characters who got good, Horace uh, Horace went down a few pegs this season. I think man, he spiraled. I think he I think he just like really just did a nosedive pretty much. Every subsequent episode, he kind of got less interesting, less interesting. Yeah. Until like Rosinski's like, "No, I'm in charge," and then it's like, "Okay, Horace, you're done. Like, yeah. you're a wimp. You're just this. You just he just doesn't have anything. You know, he just doesn't have anything. And his shirt, his shirt says mathematician. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like I don't believe you. I don't. I don't really think so. Yeah, I'm not buying it either. I, I want to, I want to see a single bit of math he's done ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I. That's. You know, he was good way back when we had no idea what he was about. Um. But uh, you know, this season uh, he just got boring. And yeah, yeah and Radzinski, who we didn't know anything about, just you know, was never good. He was never ever good. Um, I, like the <laughs> only good is. thing about Radzinski is the you know the version the hearsay version of him from Kelvin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, the guy who did the blast door map is is interesting. Yeah, this guy that we saw is not. He's just yeah. He's just this belligerent, uh, insecure math scientist. Yeah. Uh, you know, like. Uh, he was just too much of a character. I mean, I don't know how you can, you know, you usually don't see scientist types, you know, so, so you know, militaristic. Right. You know, or so aggressive, you know, so um, whatever he was. Uh, it was it was it was weird, you know. I mean, Chang Chang is like your typical scientist, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but Rosinski was weird because he didn't come across as a scientist. But then at the end, it's like, oh yeah, he's the like lead swan designer or whatever, you know. And it's like, oh, okay. 
Um, so we're supposed to take him as that now. That was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because before we were like, oh, is he just some guy who is doing the model of the Swan, or he's just designing it? Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, it's his, it's his project, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, even though, like, you know, I mean, what were the guys in Ann Arbor doing? The Swan team that Dan came with. Yeah. Like, if they weren't working on things Rosinski should have been, you know, thinking about. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. I, I don't know. They never, he never, he never quite solidified as a character, I think. Uh, he just, he was doing a little too much. He was kind of all over the place, you know. He was the guy who's, you know, securing the site, and he's he's like he's like the security guy, but he's also the science guy, and it was weird. Yeah, I think I think he just had a little bit too much like on the security side for me. Yeah, you know, um, they made him both things. Yeah, and it just doesn't mesh very well. Yeah. You know, if you're going to make him that guy, it's hard to buy him as the scientist who's behind it all. Yeah. But if you're going to make him the scientist who's behind it all, it's hard to believe he would be like this. Yeah. You know, so it just, you just can't, I don't think those go together very well. So, yeah, he was a disaster. He's going to cut that thing out of the orientation video and make the blast happen, (laughs) you know. I just, it's hard for me to believe any of that, you know. I, it's the only thing I can cling to about his character is that like someday he gets good, maybe. Yeah. You know. But it's just like even if this guy, you know, if this is the guy who does it, I'm just gonna be like, ugh, I don't want to watch that, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe he, maybe he, he changes when he's in the Swan or something, but um, personality-wise, he's just ugh. You know? I know. You don't want to deal with him. I know. Yeah, he's just he's just irritating on a personal level, and that's. Uh, mm-hmm. It makes me not want to see him at all. So yeah, yeah. If they have to have that actor back, it's that's eh, it's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. They definitely ruined that. So another example, slightly less extreme. Well, no, maybe significantly less extreme. But I think uh, I think Pierre Shang definitely uh, went down a few pegs this season as well. Uh, not as yeah. bad, but he's you know. The the enigmatic man of many aliases from the orientation videos just will never be the same after this season. The worst, he definitely he definitely went down. Not as dramatic as Horace, and not a complete zero from that Rosinski was. He, yeah, he never took off. No, uh, but but yeah, he definitely went down. And I think the worst for me was when he checked in Jack. Uh, you know, that was just too much. I'm just like. Not only is he, you know, just some scientist guy who's like running the projects, but but you know because Amy's out with the baby or whatever reason she was out, uh, mm-hmm. he's got to check Jack in. I'm like, this is a guy like we're supposed to believe Chang checked Jack in, you mm-hmm. know? Like what? I, it just was too much for me. It was it was too much. Uh, that 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 was the that was the worst Chang moment for me. I think I think that was rock bottom. And then I think with the mile stuff, yeah, he got he got a little bit more interesting uh, because that that made him you know that made it less about the guy the orientation video guy, you know. It made once once I realized okay he's just a regular guy he's not that interesting, uh, and then they then they had the whole mile stuff so he he got back up a little bit from 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 the lowest point for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. Like if you're if you're gonna let go of the orientation video guy. 
then the Miles thing helps. Yeah. Um, but I just long for the orientation video guy because he, you know, he was mysterious. You didn't know anything about him, and and when you find out, it's just like you know, he's just another guy. Yeah, he's you know? just another guy. <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy. Why did he use those goddamn aliases? Yeah. What was with all the secrecy? Like it just it just never it never seemed like that kind of operation. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem too. I think Dharma went downhill this season, you know. Yeah, Dharma was, in general. It was just like it was just like, Wow, this is what you were doing, guys? Yeah. You know, uh hot yeah. dogs and punch, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uniform yeah, with a with a chef logo. With the chef, the chef gets a uniform. Oh, that's great. The 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 syrup really brings out the ham. Yeah, ham and syrup. Ham and syrup. Uh, yeah, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't that great for Dharma either. Uh, yeah, this season. Yeah, demystifying. I mean, demystifying anything is going to be kind of disappointing. But I guess I don't know. I was hoping they would they would somehow preserve some aspect of how they came off originally. And they really just obliterated the image that I had of them. You know? Well, Dharma seemed like an organization that was doing crazy, interesting experiments on the island. And what we saw this season, we didn't, they didn't do any crazy experiments on the island. I mean, they, yeah. they were trying to build a station that did the first one, the first yeah. big one or whatever. But that was the whole thing was, it wasn't about what is interesting about Dharma. Uh, their day-to-day activities are really boring. Their work rotations are really boring. Yeah. How they assign people to jobs is really boring. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no master plan that uh, recruits are aware of. Right. Uh, you know, anyone can kind of come. Uh, you know, it's it's not as uh, selective as it seemed before. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, it it demystified it and and didn't, but also didn't, you know, talk about any of the real stuff that that that's interesting about Dharma. And it made it seem like they didn't really know what was really going on either. You know, that was another big question was how much do they know about the history of the island and mm-hmm. and the properties of the island? And they really just seemed not really equipped to handle what they were doing. Yeah, uh, you know, the guys at the Orchid almost burst through that thing. Uh, if Chang didn't stop him, that would have been an incident. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then uh, and then they were going to drill down here, and if the losses didn't most likely stop them, you know, and annihilate the the this incident thing, and that would have been. So it's just like you know, every at every turn they're they're screwing up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know, they build their their barracks over, um, you know, ancient tunnels. Uh, with hieroglyphics and and a nuclear bomb, did they even know about that? You know. Yeah, seems like uh, they didn't. Yeah, it seems like they didn't. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was upsetting. It was upsetting to see how uninteresting <laughs> the Dharma is. Yeah, you know? and the impression I have now that we sort of know the story of the incident. You know, they they evacuate the island and they they do hang around for longer, but. I get the impression that the experiments never really got off the ground, that, like, they encountered problems and, you know, basically just were reduced to, like, maintenance. 
It's yeah. It seems like I. I mean, I want to know what their heyday is. When were they really getting stuff done? I mean, I feel like they did stuff at the Hydra, but for how long? You know, how yeah. long did they actually get any experiments going? And yeah, it seems like once people are evacuated, um, that's the beginning of the end, really. And it seems like it had just gotten started. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were still constructing the stations when they evacuated, and so it's like, yeah, you know. The the bigger experimental ones besides the Hydra, um, uh, so uh, yeah, I, um, uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like they had a heyday. Yeah, like they didn't get the chance to have a heyday. Like they they encountered so many problems just trying to build the stations that uh, they they never uh, they never made it to the point where they could uh, you know be in full operation and really you know, get some science done. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I get the impression, you know, some some kind of skeleton crew stays there until the purge. And, um, uh, you know, basically just, you know, pushes the button, you know, maybe does some, some maintenance uh, of, of the stations that are running. Uh, and, uh, you know, just... Uh, just sort of lives there, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there there should have been other experiment stuff like the, um, I mean, you know, there's like what the big six things that Dharma was working on. Some of that stuff they should have done um, at some point, you know, they got to be doing, you know, the whole paranormal research and, uh, and you know, the other, the other the other big projects that they were doing, I feel like somebody was doing something, but I don't know when. Yeah. 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 And I mean, maybe they did do it in this, in this interim, but it just seems like, you know, they weren't fully operational, even if they did, you know? Well, Chang said that, you know, that they, he called to evacuate all non-essential personnel. So, I mean, yeah, you know, and the, the grave looks like it's got 20 to 30 people in it or more or whatever. So, I mean, I feel like there's enough to really to, to do things. Not everything, maybe, but, you know, they, they've got to be working on something before the purge. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't look like it really comes to much uh, or has, mu- you know, much impact. Uh, so whatever they, were, whatever they were doing, it didn't, you know, may not be worth it. But. Yeah. Well, and the, the orchid, based on the video, seemed to be about – you know, time travel. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is somewhat interesting in light of the fact that Chang does find out that people came there from the future. Yeah. Um, and, like, knew about the incident and, you know, I mean, that's another weird thing. You know, they seemingly, um, uh, you know, they only they only knew about the incident because the incident happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um and people came from the, like they were able to prevent it because people came from the future um but but Chang like actually finds out and like I just wonder what impact that had if any you know on what he yeah. did after that and and you do have the you know the orchid station with the time trial stuff um you know somehow I want Somehow I want that to come together and do something. I just I feel like you can't maybe, just brush maybe, off the fact that that happened. Yeah, maybe Chang, uh, you know, after the uh, hydrogen explosion, 
um, you know, maybe there's no bodies in, and he is wondering if they got sent to the future or something back to their time. And so that, that propels him to do these experiments to see if it's possible or something or to see, or to recreate it. Maybe he's trying to get himself to the future to see his son again or something, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I would imagine it, it definitely makes an impact, especially if he never sees his wife and kid again, which it doesn't look like he does. Yeah. You know, um, so if, yeah, he's, he's a scientist, you know, I, I feel like he would definitely, uh, be inter interested in, in, in uh, studying that stuff, but it, you know, begs the question: What what was he building the orchid for in the first place if it wasn't that? Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like it seemed the same way with the salon. Like they were doing stuff, but they didn't quite know what. And then they encounter mm-hmm. something, and it's like, oh, this is what it'll be about. Yeah. Now we know what to do. Because we happened to encounter something at the place where we were building anyway. Well, the goal was to be able to manipulate electromagnetic energy, but mm-hmm. it just, whatever that means, um, you know, to what ends, I guess. Uh, what what can you do if you can manipulate it? Like, you know, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so they, that's the thing. They had a plan, but they just weren't like really capable of not screwing up. Uh, so, you know, luckily the losses were there. But maybe that's well, maybe Jacob did that. So they could go back in time and prevent it because or else the island would have exploded. Right? Right. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I think I think for me, um, in retrospect, uh, the three the three big things this season in terms of the like what they call the mythology of the show would be, of course, Jacob and Loophole and all that, which we've talked about quite thoroughly. Um, uh, this stuff about Dharma and the incident and all that. Um, and then the third thing, which is smaller, but in terms of loss, the fairly big deal is the, uh, is the stuff we find out about um, the Danielle and her team story. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. actually uh, being there for some of those big events, having yep. Jin involved, seeing it play out, seeing that Smokey was involved. Yeah. Um, that our team went down there, how Montan lost his arm, uh, all that stuff. All, all big season one questions that, like, never seemed like they'd be answered. And then, I mean, yeah, that was probably one of the biggest things throughout the entire show was when are we going to get Rousseau's backstory? Yeah. You know, for, for characters, you know, as much as she was around, like, she never she never had that. And uh, and that was, that was, yeah, that was, a, that was really big for the show, I think, it being able to... Uh, get to that story uh still crazy how they how it happened and and that jen was involved and yeah and you know he never you know never really knew that before um uh so that that that's all kinds of weird um yeah, yeah and the two of them are going to meet again and you know 
whatever, mm-hmm. 12 years or so, um, uh, or 14 or 16, whatever it is. I guess it's 16. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that uh, – and, there, you know, there's still questions about that, about exactly what happened and, you know, exactly what the explanation is. But, you know, it was a case where we, like, we had the outline of the story. I mean, she sort of tells it through dialogue, you know, mm-hmm. but – I mean, it's you know, from what they showed us, like she didn't mention some of that stuff. <laughs> you know, when she was talking about them being sick, that's not really what I pictured. Yeah. You know, um, and, and you know, throw in there the story of how Alex got kidnapped by Ben himself, uh, with little Ethan tagging along. Um, you know, <laughs> that's that, that's sort of part of that bit as yeah. well. Uh, oh, and the the other big thing we got this season was Widmore's banishment. Oh and yeah, how, you know that, that how that all connects to everything, and, and and with Ben and the whole idea of the leaders and how that works, and uh, and then you know Dan's mother and 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 Widmore connection and all that. So that was another, you know, that was, that was you know tier two big stuff. Right. I think the only thing they didn't get to sort of big event in Danielle's story was the, the radio tower message. Yeah. And I'm guessing the reason they didn't do it is because it's just sort of straightforward what happened there. There isn't anything new to tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the tower and changed the message. You know, <laughs> like there wouldn't be, there wouldn't necessarily be anything to show. That's, that's yeah. my, that's what I'm assuming. Um, as opposed to, you know the the thing with um, with the people getting sick and her shooting them and how that involved them going down that hole and coming out and you know acting differently and um, and Ben being directly involved in taking Alex. You know both of those were, were things they didn't know already. Yeah. Plus, plus I think it would probably take a bit of time to. I, I feel like they would need to show us how she found the radio tower, you know, and all that. That takes a bit of time, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but yeah, maybe you're right that there's just nothing, nothing really new there. Um, I'm hoping somehow that Hurley is the one who has the original message. I don't know oh, what's going to happen. I want somehow to him be go back in time and. He's the one who has the original numbers message. Oh, no, the uh, numbers that created themselves. Yeah, yeah. Hurley's the one who did them, so <laughs> he's the reason he heard them. That'd be crazy. Man. But I think they'd have to retcon that because that's not his voice. No, no, that was definitely not his voice. And and they showed, you know, they showed them stamping the numbers on the lid. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like from Hurley's reaction that he had anything to do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that to me that's what's interesting is um is yeah, that, that I thought I think that that's why I thought they were going to bring that back up is cuz the numbers were, you know, sort of brought back up for Hurley. Yeah, uh, when he when he sees that whole thing, I still don't understand what the numbers are about. No, they didn't really uh, explain them. They just they yeah. just said here they are getting stamped because you know that's going to happen, but they didn't really tell us anything about them or add anything to you know why those numbers. Yeah, that's so strange that 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 yeah that the that the code for the button is is stamped on the outside of the hatch. Yeah. Which isn't like the main entrance, you know. And is the message they send in the radio tower. Yeah. You know, which I'm assuming that Dharma's responsible for. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, you know, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're ever going to explain the numbers at this point. I think they'll say something. I think they will. Yeah. I, I feel like there's some sort of function there. There's, You know, the way that the numbers have been used on the island, I feel like there's some sort of function, um, you know, why would you print them on the outside? That's that's so strange. Yeah, it is really strange. Um, I can't resist the urge to reduce it and say, you know, <laughs> and say they thought it'd be a good ending. Yeah, I, I, and I kind of feel like maybe the numbers are on there just so Hurley would see them and try to get locked and not blow it open. And yeah. Yeah. Basically, but I also feel like they have a reason they, in their head why they why the numbers are on there, and it may not be that interesting, but there should be at least a reason why Dharma put them on there, and why they're on the radio tower and all that. Right. Yeah, um, no, I agree. They shouldn't just pull those out of nowhere and say. You know, we'll just use these numbers for all this stuff mm-hmm. for no reason. They just picked them at random or something. Um, but I don't know. I might have liked a little more about them from the point of view of Dharma, but I guess we didn't get the chance. No. Maybe, they didn't... maybe Horace came up with them. He's a mathematician. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> They're numbers, right? Sure. Yeah. That's a, That's what... Uh, that's what you do. Just give us some numbers, Horace. What, what do you got? Four, eight, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Mhm. Yeah. So I guess we RIP Juliet. Now we're recapping the season. Um, Think so. What? Um, I don't know. Do we need to? Should we rank the episodes? Ooh, overall. Mhm. Uh. Damn. That's hard to do, though. It's, it's yeah. Especially uh. Are any 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 faves or, or least faves of the? I season? could probably I could yeah I could probably do something like that. It'd be hard to put them in order without thinking about it. And trying like, I mean I know I'm allowed to think in the podcast, but trying to you know, trying out an order and seeing how it works. Um, mm-hmm. But I could definitely, like, mention some of the ones I liked more. Um, let's see. Uh, man, I'm looking at the wrong thing. What is this? You can pick three favorites. Go. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, I would have to put this finale episode in there. Yeah. Um, it feels unfair because the finale finale sort of, doesn't count because it's the finale. Finales are like automatically good, so yeah, you know, I, there's no finale that I think is not good. So yeah, so yeah, cutting the finale out, uh, which would be number one, I would say. Let's see here. Um. Uh. Whew. Wow. You know, in general, the the episodes were pretty uh, 
were pretty good this season. Like the quality it, was pretty consistent. Yeah, exactly. They, they, since they were more consistent, it's harder to pick because I yeah I it it wasn't as quite like stand out. Oh, that one was crap as it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me see. I remember Jughead being pretty good. Yeah, Jughead um, was good. I think I like that one. I I think this place is death was good. Um. Uh, is that the one where Locke dies? No. No, that's the life and death of Jeremy Bentham. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, this place, place is death is, is, is the one where uh, Charlotte dies. Oh uh, okay, okay. And where we get the uh, the first Rousseau bit. Oh, okay. With Jen. Um. Uh. 316 was pretty good. It was a weird episode, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Had some good moments. Um, and the mysteries from that spun out all the way to the end. Yeah. That was a that was a that was a game changer episode. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um and uh let's see. Um Yeah, a lot of these blend together. I don't even know how to separate them. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, the Jeremy Bentham episode was good. I, I did like it. Um, I don't know what to think about it yet, though, because I don't quite know what the end of that story is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, uh... Let's see. I thought Dead is Dead was pretty good. Yeah. If I my three would be three sixteen, Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham, and I want I want to pick Lafleur and but I want to say Dead is Dead also. So if I could have four, those would be my four. Okay. But it's hard. It's hard, especially that middle period. Especially that like Lafleur stuff. Yeah. It's all kind of similar. Yeah, Lafleur, Namaste, he's there. You, whatever happened, happened was like this. Yeah. You know, continuous flow of stuff. Yeah. It all feels like one episode in a way. Um, so it yeah, it's harder to pick. I give that's why I give the credit to Lafleur because it started it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it 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 works it, it works really well. Yeah, Lafleur was surprisingly good. It's an episode that if you described it to me, I would. Expect not to like it, but it, it yeah. actually was good. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm tempted not to say that because it wasn't, uh, you know, there it it wasn't sort of as big in terms of what happened as some of the others. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, you know, in parts, I liked the variable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it had its moments. Um, so. Yeah, I would probably say I would probably say three sixteen. Um three sixteen, dead is dead, and uh three sixteen, dead is dead, and oh god, this is killing me. And the Jeremy Bentham one. With with runner up uh LaFleur and the variable and this place is death and Chuckhead. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. Run, run, run but th- those are the those are the next year. Yeah. 
for me. I think I think those would be my three. I, I'm a little iffy on that. They're they're pretty close. The first and second tiers are pretty close. Yeah. Um, like more so than usual. Yeah. No, this season was uh, was was a nice ride, and it and it, it it's it's the kind of thing where uh, you know, who, anyone watching it for the first time when it's out on DVD, will will have a good time. Yeah. It'll it'll be a nonstop thrill ride. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh man, seeing that straight through that would just yeah. blow me away. Yeah, it would it would be pretty pretty phenomenal, I think. Yeah. Even week to week it was it felt it was, you know Yeah, it was pretty big. Like it moved really briskly. And uh I think uh like season four you know, season four to me had like clear standouts and clear like lesser episodes. Mm-hmm. Um and like mediocre ones, and it's just sort of easier for me to identify which ones those are. I the, I, I struggle with this season, but yeah, I think uh, I, I I think I agree with what I said, and 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 your picks are good too. I, I just sort of reordered them a little bit. Yeah, it's you know um, besides the finale, like I didn't think you know I I don't quite feel like one of them was like way ahead of all the others. Yeah, and I don't think there's one that's really worse than the others. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there was there wasn't one where I felt like, oh, this was this was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. They got nothing out of this. No, they they all they all did something. So yeah, it was a good season. They they pulled it together. The scene where, uh, you know, where where. Well, we find out that Kate Kate gave Aaron up, and she comes mm-hmm. in, she gets into Jack's house, and and uh, you know he comes home and looking for a drink, and she's in the back, and mm-hmm. she's all like she's all like noir, and it's it's so dark. It was so I love that scene. I love that so much. I think that's one of Kate's best scenes for like that is. years. Years. It's one of her best scenes on the entire show, like ever. It, it really is. I like I haven't been I haven't liked her in a scene like that since probably the early early days when it was about what does she do? Yeah, yeah. You know, like she had some mystery back then, and 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 you were sort of interested in her because you know she had this like you know mysterious criminal past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once we once that was resolved, like I think she just she sat in kind of a you know mediocre world since then. Yeah. Um, and like not terrible, but not great either. Just you know, she's there. She's always getting caught, and yeah, know, she's always like she's kind of a pawn in things. Yeah, she's a pawn. Um, they just toss her around to, mo- and they did that again in the finale. You know, mm-hmm. she just becomes this like motivation for everyone, and sort of the problem that everyone has to deal with, and. And and uses to to come to their decisions. It really was like you know, Kate coming to seventy seven was really a lot of mischief, a lot of mischief. The whole thing with Ben, mm-hmm. the whole thing with Sawyer and Juliet, you know. Uh, yeah, she really just muddled things. You know, everything was fine until she came in the picture. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, absolutely. She was just all over the place. But um, you know what? And that's the thing. I don't know if we ever explicitly said, but I just realized that 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 this is obviously part of her motivation for the whole Ben thing. Is she had just given up Aaron? 
so mm-hmm. she has this extra predilection towards kids. Yeah. Another another young boy in trouble. Uh, yeah. So so it makes sense she went as far as she did, but it was still like, you know, you're you're making things worse, Kate. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And Ben's like, you know, lost his mother also. Yeah. You know, and she knows that, you know, because she talks to Ben's dad. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's they're absolutely going for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really catch that at the time, but in retrospect, yeah, yeah that's what they were doing. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, that three sixteen scene was good. Uh, she, you know, she actually pulled off uh, being, uh, you know, mysterious and uh, interesting. You didn't quite know what her motives are, why she did mm-hmm. it. It just came out of nowhere, really. It came out of nowhere, and it was it was so so well set up. You know, the whole like slow like Dolly into the bedroom and mm-hmm. you know, like I said, when I saw her, like she looked dead. Like I didn't know what was going mm-hmm. on in this scene. Like who the hell and what's going on and you know yeah. Um Yeah, it was it was a lot it was a lot going on. It was a different kind of lost scene. Yeah. Um Yeah, definitely. They haven't done a scene like that. I don't I don't know if they've ever done a scene like that. It was yeah. weird. It was jarring. Yeah, um, and that was—I mean—that was one of the things that made that episode crazy. Mm-hmm. It just—it just felt so out of sync with the way the show had been. Yeah, up until that point. Um, and I think for this season, that that episode got the most uh, posts on the forum. Yeah, you know, it, it really uh, generated a lot of discussion, and I don't know. I think that that episode was, uh, you know, it got a lot of, it, it was a, a lot changed and it, you know, really, uh, it really brought the story to a completely new point and, you know, it was, it was a good one. Yeah. DNC wrote that one. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they wrote that one and the Jeremy Bentham one. They did uh, they did a fair amount of uh, episodes this season. Yeah, did they do all the good ones that we named? I don't think they did all those good ones. I think yeah. uh, I don't think they did LaFleur, for example. Yeah. Um But let's see. Oh, and they also didn't do Dad is Dead. Um uh, So yeah, no. Um, yeah. but they had that, uh, they had that run in the middle, um, back to back, which is unusual. Yeah. And wasn't it like those two episodes were going to be switched or something originally today? Wasn't there some talk about that? Yes. Yes. Uh, according to them, mm-hmm. um, the story they told, which, you know, it was for the public. You know, maybe it isn't true because, yeah, some people have definitely said they switched them. But what I heard them say was that they wrote them both at the same time, sort of mm. simultaneously, and and then decided which order to put them in. Yeah. And so it wasn't like they were going to be – I mean, maybe as they were deciding which order to put them in, they decided on the first order and then changed their mind. You know, but like But the idea is they could have been switched yeah. if they thought – it would have worked better. Yeah, they didn't sort of switch them at the last minute. 
Yeah. It was it was always in in you know as a possibility that they that they could be either way. Yeah. And it definitely was different. You know, Caesar uh, and Alana came off different because we didn't see the first, the next episode first. Mm-hmm. You know, if we had seen them on the island, you know, the the it would have played differently. Yeah. When we see them in three sixteen. So I think I think they picked the better order. Yeah, I think so. Because um, Jeremy Bentham was more about answering questions, and 316 was more about setting them up. Yeah. So I think um, I think doing it doing it that way sort of makes more sense. Not that Jeremy Bentham answers the questions in 316, but you know. Yeah. Just. It's answering other questions. Yeah. Yeah. Pseudo-related questions. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's season five. That's season five for you. Um, Boom. You know, I... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite seasons. I, you know, it's been a while since I've seen the uh, one and two, but um, I definitely like it better than three. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure I like it better than four. Yeah. 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 Four, four was, four was, four was uneven. This was, this was a pretty even, even season. It was uh high quality all the way through. Um, you know, it was a lot of, you know, what the fuck moments, um, mm-hmm. but, but they managed to, you know, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of moments where you had, you know, we're like hitting our head against the, the, the whatever, uh, that's a, Great phrase. <laughs> really descriptive. Uh, but, you know, um, with, with some of the things we had to swallow, you know, in terms of uh, what was going on with time shifts and who, oh. you know. When, I mean, the first big one was Sawyer seeing, you know, Sawyer flashing where, the, you know, where Aaron is being born. Like, oh, God, like, that yeah. That was like, no, they're not expecting us to really buy this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Sawyer was, like, hanging over in the bushes the whole time. Yeah. Uh yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna buy that. But um but yeah, then you just you know you once you get past those big things then it then it's like okay, it kinda works. Uh and the last big question I have really is, you know, in terms of what was brought up in this season is you know, is is uh you know is Dan right? Oh, is Dan right, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's the big question going into next season. Miles says he was right about everything so far, so that's we'll true. see if, if Dan bats a hundred or not. Yeah. Or that's probably not what they say in baseball. No. The better no. it's like a percentage thing, right? A thousand. A thousand. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh they call it a thousand because basically because they uh like if you if you get like uh if you get thirty percent, that's batting three hundred. Mhm. You know, so so they move the decimal place over two. So if you get a hundred percent, that's like a one. So if you move it over three places, you get a thousand. They're crazy in baseball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they go down to the thousandth place in terms yeah. of. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, so they they do it like that. They don't do percentages, basically. Yeah, it's the uh, decimal system. Yeah, yeah, the decimal system with you know. Uh, but the way they say it, they they move the decimal place over by three. Normal percentage would move it over by two. Yeah. So, who knows why they do that? But yeah, anyway. Because they're C raisy. Yeah, probably. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I would say, you know, season one had its thing and season two had its thing. Um, uh, you know, there's certain qualities of the show back then that aren't here anymore. But I think for what, what the show lost has become, um, and for the show it's sort of going to be in the end, I, I think season three, um, five, uh, you know, has has probably been the best. Yeah. Uh, I definitely like it better than three and four. Um, you just think it's the best because it's the newest. <laughs> I really don't think that normally. <laughs> I know this game. I'm sure it's got melodic, melodic games and some hardcore rockers, right? Uh, yeah, Did and the producer said it was the best thing that he's ever yeah. worked on. Did they give you charts this time? Made you made you feel like a real musician. Made you feel like a real musician. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best thing ever. Until the next one. Oh, that last one. Oh God. Yeah, the last one was the worst thing ever. Yeah. We just on this one. We just wanted to do everything we didn't do on the previous one. Yeah. Because that was terrible. I never want to look at a chart again. (laughs) It just ruined everything. Before you were happy when you had charts, and now charts are the worst thing ever. How can those both be true? <laughs> A little word called delusion. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like. But no, that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would give this. If 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 you put a gun to my head and made me crown a king season, uh, whatever that means, uh, then I would, uh, yeah, I'd give it a season five. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely overall. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty satisfied and definitely excited for the next season. Um, I I want to, as I've said many times, I'll just I'll just throw it in at the end. Uh, I don't want Dan to be right in terms of I don't want them to negate the plane crash. Yeah, and therefore the entire show up to this point. Yeah, that would be. I think that would be terrible if they actually did that uh so i really hope he's wrong in that front um you know we'll see it would be weird if he was totally wrong though yeah like like he was just way off base um i wonder if he was lying like he forgot about the variables but the variables don't matter or he could be lying there's another possibility i didn't even think of that he's doing what he's got to do to make sure he you know He's giving them what he thinks is their best motivation to make to to carry out the plan. Mm-hmm. But he's just sort of lying. That's why I wonder if, like, when they flash back to 2007, if Jack will look in the in his journal and see a little page that said like "ha ha," <laughs> or you know, see a little note that says like, you know, uh, that you know, that references that Dan knew what was going on or had a sense or you know, if you know, if 
if the bomb goes off and you're still alive, but you, you know, but things haven't reset, then, you know, uh, that's an outcome I thought would have a 5% chance. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to wonder if that journal's going to be around. Oh, God. Because it seemed like it was just, uh, you know, to tell them how to dismantle the bomb. Pretty much, yeah. That's all they did with it. They tried to make him look at it before, but it never really worked until this season. Yeah. Where they actually got vital information from it. Like, before he would just turn to it and it would be like, there's nothing there to look at. You know, and it sucks for Dan that he did all this to come to the island, and part of the reason he came was because he had the sort of memory issues. Mm-hmm. And he hoped that he could sort of get those fixed and that would help him with the rest of his research or whatever. Uh, I, I wonder if we're supposed to believe that, you know, either A, he never got that and he never really recovered, or B, if, if that you know, uh, since we know he went and helped with Dharma, if if his memory problems did sort of resolve themselves, and that's why he was able to figure out what he figured out. Well, it's kind of odd that he left the island for most of the time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like I'm wondering if like he had gotten cured when he decided to leave. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long in terms of, you know, in terms of his relative time after he did like that memory test that, yeah. you know, that he left. Um, so, you know, if he had already recovered, I mean, they didn't really they didn't really establish whether you know, how how good his memory was. Um, yeah. But I'd like to think he wouldn't leave until, you know. Yeah. And he already had two out of three. Yeah. You know, a little bit more time. Maybe the flashes helped, you know. He didn't really seem to be having memory problems. On no, the he didn't. I mean, the only time it, when they brought it up in that in that card scene, I mean, otherwise he seemed fine. He, You know, he didn't forget who people were or anything like that. Uh, yeah. You know, so so I guess I'm going to assume it worked, and so he was okay with leaving. Yeah. Um, it's weird that they brought that up. I guess that was just his motivation to come to the island. And it didn't really do much more than that. But I thought it was a bigger deal in season four. I actually thought the island was making him lose his memory. Oh, yeah. That's That's what I thought was going on. Because the light it scatters strangely. Exactly. Oh, God. That got re- I'm glad that got resolved. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, the scattering light. Yeah. Whatever, Dan. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan was good. It's too bad. Yeah, there a, lot, a lot of characters sort of disappeared this season. Uh, um. Those freighter guys, they're not doing very well. No. No, it's just Miles, right? Miles and Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of the characters are dead, dead, dead. Frankie Um, Miles. So, yeah. And then, you know, probably Juliet and Locke, you know, who knows what's going to happen with him. Mm -hmm, Um, Mm-hmm. So, that's a lot to take in. Um. Certainly in terms of the show, like, Locke should be the biggest death because he's been, you know, the longest-running character. Uh, uh, but the thing about Locke is that, you know, 
he's still on the show in some form. So it kind of doesn't feel like he died, even I, if he yeah, did. I just don't think – I mean, it just seems weird to me that his death scene isn't his death scene, you know, it, that we – you know, it seems weird to me that we're supposed to take – the scene where Ben kills him as his true death scene, you know. Uh, because, I mean, we sort of did. Yeah. But then they tell us, oh, no, wait, he's, he's, they bring him back to the island and he's alive again. So we go, oh, okay, that was just a means to an end. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really his death scene. But then it's like, well, this isn't really locked. So it's hard for me to believe that now they really want us to go and, 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 and now say, oh, okay, that was Locke's death scene. And the yeah. lock that you knew was never coming back, and, and if you want an RIP lock, then that's your scene. I just don't buy that. I don't buy that. Um, I don't think Locke would, would die that sort of passively like that. I don't know. That that I don't yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think the I don't think Locke's dead. It's really disappointing. Um and it feels like a a reverse replay of the thing from season three where Ben shoots him and then he's laying in the in the ditch and he finds a gun and he's about to shoot himself, you mm-hmm. know, before Walt shows up. Yeah. Like, it feels like, you know, basically another version of that where he's going to kill himself first and then Ben comes in and kills him. Um, yeah. Like, like, that was a warm-up for that scene somehow. Like, if they could have killed him back then, if the plot were far enough along, they would have done it then. Mm-hmm. You know? Um... Uh, but yeah, like I'm taking that as as his death, sort of. I I want to think that he'll come back, but I guess unlike you, I'm sort of a pessimist. I just think everybody's dead. <laughs> um, I thought Dan was dead, and and I think Juliet's. I think everybody's dead. I think and I think Locke is dead. And if they're not, I'll be happy. But in general, I just I tend to yeah. assume that they are dead, and and I'm surprised when they're not. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of do think he's dead, but I, I get, you know, there was that line with Jack where he said, "Don't give up on Locke," and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel that the character deserves a better death than that. I feel like he deserves a better anything than that. I mean, he just, yeah. he really should have, he really should have had more to do on the show. Yeah, that's um, the thing. I don't think his, as they say, his work is done. Yeah. You know, he's got more work to do. Um, exactly. And 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 real lock form, you know. So right. I, that's why I feel like he's not he's not really dead. Yeah, yeah. We'll see though. We'll see. The lock is the character I find you know most. You know, I'm the closest to thinking he might actually show up again in some way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm still going with dead, but it's just by you know just by a tiny bit. I, you know, I'm much less confident than I have been about other other characters. So, and I hope he comes back. I, you know, I I think he I think he deserves a a real story ending. Yeah, I agree. I think he yeah he deserves a moment like Charlie and Juliet. Yeah, you know he deserves yeah. a moment where he is consciously doing something and not just being murdered. Right. You know, getting murdered isn't uh, really that interesting like that. No. Um, yeah, no. I think he I think he needs more, and I feel like um, and like. Murdered while he's in the process of killing himself because he failed on his yeah. mission. Like yeah. that's just so pathetic. Yeah, it's just too pathetic, and it's and it's just they're really just crapping on his character if they make him go out that way. Um, 
You know, and I think the fact that his body is around is, is a good thing. Like, like if somehow we found out that you know Locke was was really Lockhole, but they couldn't find the body, then I I think I might have a different opinion about it. But some, something to me, something is weird to me with the with the fact that they have the body, and I I feel like that body's gonna reanimate or something. <laughs> Something strange uh, and magical, but uh, mm-hmm. that, that's my optimistic hope. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, I mean, after I mean, he's basically been sort of crapped on as a character since like season two. Yeah. And it's just you know to have his ending just be a pile on. It's just I just can't believe they would do that. You know, how do you put the character through crap for? season after season after season, and their ending is like, you know, one of the more pathetic <laughs> endings you could imagine. Yeah. Um, like, that's just, uh, that's just ridiculous. Like, I, I, you know, you want to think that he goes through all that to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that, there, that there's actually going to be, you know, and he's even said that himself, that, you know, what he's gone through has, has been beneficial and you want that to be true, and it just it, so yeah. far it doesn't seem like it. And if they if they leave it there, it won't have been. Then then he would have just been wrong. He should have gone to his other self and yeah, that it was a waste of time. And definitely, yeah, you don't you don't want him to be wrong about to to do something that seems meaningful, and then it turns out to not be meaningful, and then he realizes it wasn't meaningful, and then for that to be wrong. Yeah, you know, um, you don't want that to happen. And I think the fact that like you know. I could see, you know, where we leave off with Locke and, and Ben inside of uh, Jacob's uh, house or whatever. Um, you know, I could see Lockhole just vanishing or something or sort of not coming out with Ben uh, and not knowing where he went uh, and, and like, the real Locke coming back. I mean, maybe maybe the loophole had something to do with, um, like, what if, you know, Locke's body, or Locke would have resurrected, but, you know, by the process of being brought back to the island. But uh, but Loophole sort of uh, hijacked that, that process for for a time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once he relinquishes Locke's spirit or whatever, then then sort of the, the real Locke will be around. Um, you know, he might not, you know, the lock, the lock hole might be temporary is what I'm saying. It might not be... You know, if there's sort of shit, two things or something, he might be able to let go of his influence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think one, you know, I don't really see Lockhole sticking around. Yeah, what's he gonna do now? Yeah, what's he? I think whatever it seems like whatever he would go do, you know, I don't think he'd really be around doing. We'd see him doing it, you know. Um, I feel like he'd go to wherever he was before all this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we'll see. I, I I'm I'm optimistic that we'll see the we'll see the real lock. Um, although I'm thinking we might get somehow we might get extended plot lines with this fake lock. Um, you know I, I you know they they should know it's fake lock though, but I feel like somehow they might draw that out at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like Jack comes back and has to deal with yeah. the fake lock and yeah, I could see him doing that. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It does seem like they should know that. I mean, they they set up that every uh, you know pretty much everyone's there. They're looking at the body. 
And yeah. Sun asked a big question, and so that suggests they all infer the same kind of thing from it. Um, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, maybe some of them are like, I don't know, but that's Locke in there. Yeah, I mean, if Locke come, if Locke comes out and says, I don't know what to tell you guys, I'm 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 in as live as I ever felt, and I don't know how that's my body. I mean, what are they mm-hmm. gonna do? I mean, it's got to be Bram and Alana and Richard who pushes the truth. Yeah. Um, you know, but if they can't back it up or don't have the evidence or don't really know what's going on, then I could see Lockhole sort of getting to stay stick around for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to say he'll be around for a while too. I I don't know. Um, she's like the kind of thing they they, you know, they would want to to have for the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But Lockhold did accomplish his goal, so it's, yeah. you know, he could just leave. Yeah, it seems like he won't necessarily need to be there. Yeah. And if they find if they found out who he is, you know, if Bram and Alana tell him then tell them then um um you know, he won't necessarily be able to do anything and so maybe he'll just go off. But yeah, it just it seems <laughs> It seems disappointing not to uh, get a little more out of the character once now that we know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, that would be a little disappointing to me. Like I want to see a little more Locke because we only saw him for like a tiny bit at the end, sort of being himself. Yeah. You know, and I guess I guess I'd like to see a little more of that with the knowledge of of what what he is and what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so but I have no idea. I'm always like. Uh, certainly with this season in general, like I just, I don't really know where they're going to go in the next season. And I really can't, I can't quite envision what they're going to start with or what the big thing's going to be next season. I know there's that war thing, but I just, I don't know how they're going to get into it. And, you know, I just, it's, it's really hazy to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it'll probably be, you know, usually uh, the, what, fourth or fifth or sixth episode is what the season becomes about, you know. Yeah. The big overall thing. They have their intro to the big problems. And then, you know, then you get the big episode where, okay, here it is. Here's all the big stuff. So, yeah, they'll probably they'll probably have a build-up to the war thing. And then whatever, the, whatever it hinges on will be probably around that time in the season and, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with Locke. It's uh, you know. Yeah. And 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 maybe Hurley'll see Locke, you know, since Hurley has some power or something. Oh god, yeah, the real Locke. Mhm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they could definitely do that for a partial bringing back of the real Locke. Um yeah, maybe there's a way to get Locke back to lock holes, but you know, maybe maybe you know, now I'm just making up crap, but you know, <laughs> maybe they can you know, maybe if you take lock hole to the temple, you know, and then something something mm-hmm. then then Locke can come back. Right. You know, so they yeah, gotta no, figure they out how to do that. You know, something like that. But I have to say this season really flew by, it felt fast and we'll get the same number of episodes next season and it just you know, the show's almost over, really. Uh, yeah, it's almost over. You know, if we ha- if the episodes are done, you know, we could finish watching the show in you know a couple days. Um. So uh, 
Yeah, it's weird to be this far along. I, I can't yeah. believe I can't believe we're really hitting the end. It felt like the show would just go on forever. Yeah. Even when they're like, yeah, we're we're gonna have six seasons, it's like, oh yeah, that's a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, it's not that long, is it? It seems so long that yeah, like it just it didn't feel like they'd ever get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, especially this season, it was just it was just so fast. I man. If next season goes by this fast, it's really going to be shocking when it's over. Yeah. Um, if they don't have a surprise seventh season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I got my fingers crossed for the big surprise seventh season. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was over. <laughs> that was only the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now you know how it ends. Find out how it begins <laughs> on the season seven of Lost. I can see it. That'd be awesome—a secret, secret seventh season. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Imagine how big that would be—the greatest hoax ever pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Carlton and Damon convinced the world that season season seven didn't exist? Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they get they get they get people to tune in. I think after that, everyone finds out the season six finale that there's another secret, there's a secret season. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah, sweet. definitely. Because they're get, they're gonna hype next season as the last season. Yeah. So everyone's gonna expect that, and they'll probably get people tuning in. Like, okay, the show's over. You know. Yeah. Finally, better watch it. If Even if they haven't been keeping up, you know, they might check out the DVDs, or they might even just watch previously on Lost or the clip yeah. show or something, and you know, be like, all right, I'll just you know, I'll watch the end part because yeah. I I watched it years ago or whatever, you know. So mm-hmm. then you get to the end, and it's like, no, wait, there's more. There's more. But we still don't know what Smokey is. Oh, you will. Oh, you will. Just Season wait. seven. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then maybe maybe Elizabeth Mitchell's show will be canceled by then, and she can come back <laughs> in season seven. Kind of a Kane situation. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Juliet back. Yeah, yeah. God, what would they have done if Kane were still on? Man, you know what? It probably would have been good for Richard if Kane was still on. Yeah. Some of the some of the stuff his character went downhill this season too. We didn't we kind of mm-hmm. talked about that a while ago, but. Um, yeah, his character went downhill a little bit. Uh, not quite you know, as much uh, some of the not others. As much as, not as much as Horace or Resentment. Yeah. Uh, He's still he, interesting, he but, like, time. he definitely went down. Yeah. Because, like, you know, whatever he has is, is due to Jacob now. Yeah. And so, you know, That's whatever That's really the is, last mystery. The last mystery for him is is, is what's his origin. Yeah. And and how what's the circumstances of Jacob making him not age? And that's really right. it. I mean, we found out all the stuff to do with Locke, why he was visiting Locke, mm-hmm. what the test was supposed to be. I think we figured out the compass. You know, I think yeah. that case closed on which Definitely. one he was supposed to pick. We got it. Uh, and uh, and all that stuff. So he he he's, yeah he really just has those two those two mysteries left, and really you know and and the eyeliner mystery, but uh, <laughs> that's really you know that's really the actor. So. Yeah. That's unresolvable. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you're right. But it's clear, you know, from the way he says that, I think at some point he was an ordinary guy. Yes, and he was. Jacob made him not age. And so that, that takes away some of his mystery right there. He was he uh, an ordinary Roman. He doesn't have his own reason for being like that. Yeah. Just intrinsic to him. Um, which was the impression I had, you know, before he said that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's the big thing left. Um, so that is too bad. But like, he was in so much of the season and played such a pivotal role. I just, I wonder who they would have gotten to do that stuff if Richard weren't around. Yeah. You know, how that other stuff would have played. Because, like, he's the only character they could do that with as far as, like, making them not age and appear in all the time periods. Yeah. You know? It would have um, been, it would have been, it would have been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They would, someone else would have had to do that stuff. And, yeah, ugh, I don't even know. I don't even want to know. But I kind of do. No, you don't. Because I like thought experiments like that. Um... Uh, I don't necessarily want them to do it. I just, I'm just curious. That's all. You know, you know what curiosity did to the cat? <laughs> no, what did it do to the cat? I don't. I never. It I uh, took it took him to a Broadway show. Oh, okay, that's yeah. nice. I saw guys and dolls. Mm-hmm. The cat was like meow. <laughs> What's the cat gonna say? Yeah, well, it's a cat, guys. Come on. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, who do you think has the most kills out of the character on the show? Who the most killed the most people. Oh God. Uh, out of any character, or out of any character. Fuck. It'll be a main character. I want to say Ben. Group. Okay, he's he's top three. Okay. Um, can you can you name the top the all top three? Okay, so uh, who else? Um, fuck. <sighs> There's one obvious one. Who am I missing? I can't who, think of who 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 killed who kills a lot. Saeed. Saeed. Okay. Number, he's number one. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, how many? Thirteen. Damn. Yeah, Ben only has seven. Oh, I guess they're not counting the purge people then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're counting uh they're counting actual uh individual people. Specific individuals he killed himself on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I was counting all the purge people. I'm like, Say can't beat that. Yeah, no. Um Okay, okay. So he's killed 13 people on screen? Damn. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't realize. Okay, so number three should be... Number two. Oh, number two. Really? Oh, Ben three. So number two should be... Fuck. Uh, let's go with... <sighs> Jack? No, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> Jack uh, is uh Jack is really low. Hey, Jack is number five. Alright. Um Think of someone that hasn't been on the show in a while. Oh but, but Michael? That, did a lot of, that did a lot of killing. No, not Michael. 
Um, Michael Echo. Too. Echo. Yep. Wow. How many? How? Echo. Ben has seven. Ben only has seven. And Echo had what? Echo has eight. That must be. That must be flashbacks or something, right? It's counting. It's counting everybody. It's counting off island and on island. Oh, and I guess he killed those others. Those like two other guys. Yeah. Um. But it but it includes the flashbacks, and yeah, he did kill people in those flashbacks. I forgot about that. Okay. All right. Wow. Said Echo and Ben. Mm-hmm. The killers of the lost. The lost killers. <laughs> Wow. 28 people between the three of them. Wow. Way to go, guys. <laughs> Bravo. Doing their part for Earth's overpopulation. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Um, wow, Saeed. I didn't realize he killed that many people. Saeed's a killer, man. He's, he's, I guess he's just a killer, as they say. Fuck. Lot. I guess you know, he did, really, like, it was all the Winmore guys really put him over the top. Yeah, like ben, and really Ben should share in that. You know, yeah, uh, you know that whole thing. But. Yeah, joint responsibility because Ben gave him the specific. But he did kill people in the early days too when he was escaping. You know when he helped not yeah. escape, he killed that guard guy, and and then there was the guy in the in the other flashback where the friend betrayed him. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, he uh. And of course, you know, neck snap guy and various other, uh, you know, people in the on island conflicts. Um, I guess I was just imagining Jack like killing a lot of random others, but I guess there hasn't <laughs> been that many. Yeah, he hasn't really killed a whole bunch, you know, which is good. He's a who's, doctor. He took an oath. Who's <laughs> who's number four? Uh, number four, Sawyer. Ah, Sawyer, of course. Sawyer and Jack have the same number of kills. And they're they're considering, uh, uh, you know, Jack euthanizing Edward Mars as a kill. Oh. Uh, so that's part of that. Okay. Yeah, that's, meh, yeah. Which would have gone, I guess that would have gone to Sawyer if he did a good, if he did it right. Yeah, yeah. That's a little, uh, yeah, that's a little, yeah. not quite what I would call a kill, you know, certainly not a murder. Yeah. Because the guy asked for it <laughs> specifically. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's different. Uh, they didn't kill him out of malice. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. The only time I really, I guess, I was just, I was thinking of season two when, when the others came after them and they were shooting at them. I remember, I think Jack got a couple in that. Now a little bit. He's he's credited as killing four unarmed. I'm sorry, four unnamed Dharma Initiative members. Oh, oh, because of the gun battles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did get to get into some gun battles this season. Yeah. Um, he he was he was Johnny with the gun. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. That's that's probably that's probably really why I have that impression. Because he was doing a lot of gun battles lately, mm-hmm. and Saeed, uh, Saeed managed to uh, to hardly kill anybody this season, except for that guy in the flashback. Yeah, and I guess he tried to kill Ben, but you can't count that because he didn't succeed. Nope. Um, and nobody in the finale. 
because he got shot and he didn't get the chance to participate in the gun battle. Yeah. Yeah, Saeed. I mean, I I'm, uh, I feel like Saeed will be around next season. Yeah, I kind of do too. I I I I think I think he might die next season, but I think he'll be there at least. Yeah. Um, Julia, I can't wait to see not. what the end of his story is. Yeah. I'm curious what they're gonna do with him. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd I'd like to see. I don't know. Something else, some kind of resolution or, or, whatever of the uh, I'm a killer thing. Yeah, I'm just a killer and. Yeah. 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 The killer, killerness. Yeah, I don't think they should end him on that note. I, you know, some of the Saeed who exiled himself should still be in there. Yeah. Crazy. Well, um, anything else for the season? Uh, oh, man. I think that's it. I mean, what what more can we say at this point? Yeah, there's really <laughs> probably not much left to be said about anything. <laughs> I think at some point, possibly during a break, possibly next season, who knows, we should come back and talk about the deleted scenes uh, from yeah. this season. Um, but besides that, uh, I think that's, I think that, you know, closes the book on this season. All right. Well, I got to say, if you made it this far, guys, then seek professional help. <laughs> um please but then listen to it again now um yeah well we sincerely thank uh those who have uh endeavored through this uh on this journey with us through season five and uh and and this podcast the the 20 plus hour podcast whatever it's going to come out to um you know luckily luckily the show gave us all a great a great season ender you know a lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seemed like there was more to talk about than any other finale, so yeah, it made sense that it is the longest so far. Yeah. So next year, next season finale, uh, you know, we'll 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 take a crack at the uh the seventy two hour podcast. <laughs> Three days. Guys. Oh my god. Three days. <laughs> the kind of podcast you listen to during Memorial Day weekend, <laughs> when you got that Monday off. The entire time. <laughs> the entire time, nothing but LLD. Either stay awake and don't sleep, or figure out a way to listen while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Incorporate mm-hmm. it into your dreams if you need to. Yes, it will permeate your subconsciousness. <laughs> your subconscious will, will be having a discussion with us. Yeah. We look forward to it. <laughs> Yeah, no, can't wait. I'll see you there. See you there. Um, yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Hopefully this podcast has been entertaining and uh and uh I, I, I can't wait what the final tallies are for those who have been uh tallying things. Um the the tally makers, uh, <laughs> um, the tally wags. The, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I mean, I'm curious to see, you know, how many uh, how many tangents people come up with that we've had, and how many times you said I I didn't think of that, and uh, so many and other and other such things. How many people got really really plastered? Oh yeah, uh, with with their LLD drinking games. Mm-hmm. Um, how many spreadsheets got got <laughs> done? You know, I hope a lot. An endless endless amount of spreadsheets, uh, with with each with uh, you know multiple multiple workbooks uh, in mm-hmm. them all, and so many cells, so many cells, some merged, some not. Uh, some the same column width, some not. Mm-hmm. Uh, some cells with formulas in them. Some cells with borders. Mm-hmm. All spreadsheets. That was my that was my poem called uh, Excel. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I didn't think there was much poetry in Excel. That's why that's why I wrote the poem. Oh, okay. It's definitely uh untapped uh poetic territory. The whole Microsoft Office suite has a lot of uh poetry about it, really, if you think if you think about it. Um there there's there's really a lot there. Um word, you know, uh mm-hmm. you know, it starts with a blank page. You know, what does that mean? Right. What are they what are they trying to say there? <laughs> Um, you know, um, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot really, cause mm-hmm. we're all blank, we're all blank pages. Right. Uh, with a blinking all, cursor in the top with left corner. a blinking corner. cursor, yeah, you know, we're all, um, uh, subject to templates mm-hmm. and, uh, we all can be saved as another format if we allow ourselves to. Right. Um, <laughs> And that's really what growth and change is about, right? Saving yeah. yourself as another format. Something compatible, right? Yeah. If you have, you know, the 2007 office, you want to be able to save it as, you know, as a Word 2003 document uh, so you can be compatible with other people um, in general. So uh, right. I think I think it, it, the, the office suite has a lot to say about life. And... Um, you know, I, I try to capture that in my poetry. So, um, I see. Well, you did a good job. You really, you really hit all the high points. Yeah. Of uh, of Excel, and what you can do with the cells and and the various options. There are very many options, like life. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I think I think Buddha would Buddha would have come up with a lot of better sayings if he had Excel to work with. He would have he would have been able to really de de uh, demystify life mm-hmm. through the context of Excel. He he got a couple good ones, but right Excel Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> All right, that's the last tangent of the of the uh, podcast. Um, wow, <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good yeah, one to go well, out on. Yeah, it's uh, it's something, right? Came out of nowhere. No one saw it coming. So, all right. Well, that's it. That's it for us, right? I think so. Uh, you know, we usually, uh, you know, talk about some kind of plans, but I think perhaps 
based on past experience, we should avoid making specific plans um, <laughs> yeah. for the future. But, uh, you know, we might do something. We didn't, we didn't end up doing a live podcast this season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's definitely something we can try to do over the break. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, we probably should make explicit plans, but uh, definitely want to do some stuff over the break. Um, you know, a lot of people – I mean, I think part of it is when loss isn't on, it's easier not to think about it. Um, yeah. It's hard to sort of get up the energy to sort of invest doing a podcast or listening to a podcast when, you know, the show won't be on for another nine months and all that. Um, definitely. But uh, but maybe we can come up with some stuff. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely do some Mr. Podcast stuff so you guys can catch us there. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, 20, 20 something hours of LLD should, you know, will last a while. Um, For some of there's you. A, there is already some intrepid individuals who are giving it a second listen, uh, you know. Um, so, yeah, God, Godspeed, and I salute you. Yes, um, you're 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 kings among men. You are a true fan in every sense of the word. Yes something that cools you off in the summertime. You, you are that also. I, I can truly say that you probably like The Last Lowdown better than I do. If you listen to the, this finale podcast more than once, yeah, yeah, you probably... And probably I do like it. Fan. Not that I don't like it, but... Woo! Listen to this twice. You know. Yeah. Congratulations. You, you You're really into it. You got it. You got it. all about it. Yeah. Cheers. And, hey, cheers to those who started listening and said, hey, I got to go to work. I can't listen to a 20-hour podcast. Um, You know, those who don't make it to the end or who just fast-forwarded, you know, they get the benefit (laughs) of of getting congratulated anyway, so. Or checks out the Last Lowdown highlights. Uh, Yes. Just listens to the, uh, you know, the – the, the highlights. The highlights. If you will. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. I just put it out there. Do what you want with it. Yep. Uh, so, TLLD.net, you guys already know. Um, come talk to us there. Uh, we've got the Twitter going. Uh, the Lost Lowdown is the username there. Um, yeah, so we will catch you guys next podcast. Yeah. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.